Well, hi everybody, Jonathan Doyle with you once again. Welcome as always to the Catholic Teacher Daily Message. Welcome podcast listeners, welcome YouTube and Rumble viewers. Wherever you're coming across this content, it is an honor, it is a privilege, it is humbling to have you here. Um, you know, mum, hi, how you doing? Glad you could tune in. But uh, let's pray the Holy Spirit's going to bring a blessing today as we share this beautiful journey of Catholic education together. Please make sure you've subscribed, hit the subscribe buttons. Go and check out the description notes because there are a bunch of free stuff there. I want to give you 10 weeks access to the Catholic Teacher Going Deeper program. Go grab 10 weeks free access in the description. And if you want to book me to speak, there's links to my speaking page there as well. So do that. Right, today I want to give you a beautiful quote from Pope Paul VI. Sixth. <laughs> Let's try saying that again. Pope Paul the Sixth. Thank you. I had a double major in English lit and I can't even say sixth. Sixth. <laughs> sixth. You ready? Let's hear from Pope Paul. Who came after the f- fifth Pope Paul? Modern man listens more willingly to witnesses than to teachers. And if he does listen to teachers, it is because they are witnesses. A lot going on here. Can we agree together that there is a huge loss of trust in our civic institutions? It's happened very quickly. The loss of trust in authority. The idea that people in authority or power can speak, but we never know the truth, the veracity of what they're saying. Will it be different in a week's time? Will we find out in in, in a scandal? And of course, there's all the scandal in the church, right? So there's all the scandal we've been through over the last, I guess, 50 years. More recently, of course, it's been more intense, but all the abuse scandals that have rocked faith and confidence So as a culture, we are aware of what people say. We might be interested in what people say, but there's a healthy suspicion about what people say. So, of course, with Catholic education, you can say anything you want about faith. You can stand up and give the most brilliant lesson on the theology of anything. You can teach it. But the real Holy Spirit power comes not just through the pure act of teaching, it comes through the confluence of your lived experience, your witness with the teaching. What do you think, you know, as I'm recording this and it's Pentecost Sunday coming up in a few days, what do you think made the apostles' teaching so powerful? I mean, it wasn't that they were teaching a theory, right? It wasn't like they sat around and went, we've cracked it. We've come up with this brilliant humanism. We've got this really excellent humanism that no one's thought of before. And we're going to teach this humanism. It's about being nice to each other and the the social contract and why we should be good to this kind of group of people. And it's, it's brilliant. We've dotted the I's. We've crossed the T's. We're going to start teaching this to everybody. That's not what happened. (laughs) And the next question is, the, the, the payoff, the benefit of what, of what they began to teach and preach had no benefit. It just got them killed. So this was something that gave them no financial benefit, no status benefit. So they didn't preach this thing and then get promoted into positions of power in the empire. So there was no, there was no monetary benefit, no social status benefit, no career benefit. So what were they doing? They were witnesses. They just didn't care anymore. 
they had eaten and drunk and walked with the risen Christ. And so no matter what the threats were, no matter what the obstacles were, they went way beyond being teachers. They were witnesses who were teaching. So you're with me? Can you see the obvious raw power of how when we are witnesses to the faith? You know, you always, the, the old philosophical maxim that you cannot give what you do not possess. If you have not encountered Christ, if Christ is not important to you, if the things of faith, the beauty of our beautiful church don't matter to you, if you've not witnessed the beauty of liturgy, if you have not witnessed the glory of the sacraments, if you have not felt the forgiveness in the holy sacrament of penance, if you have not gazed upon the beauty of the sacrament of, you know, of the Eucharist in adoration, it's hard to teach it. So we need witnesses. So all I want to say in this episode is that what our young people need you know, is not just teachers, they need witnesses. So I want to encourage you that the deeper you go in faith with Christ, the deeper you go into your faith, the more you pray and seek his face, while you seek God, while Scripture says, while he is still to be found, while today is still today, while you still have time, while you press into your faith, you become a witness. We talked at the start of this message about the problems with authority, right? I remember being at the Pontifical Institute doing the master's program and they did this great lecture once on the difference between power and authority. Power comes as the result of a title. So if you are a police officer or if you are prime minister or president, your power flows from the title. But interestingly, the power in the church, the authority in the church where does the authority in the church come from? And what they taught us was it comes from being a witness to a founding event. So the, the line of popes from Peter is that they're the successors of the witnesses, that, that, that the authority comes from being witnesses. The church is a witness to Christ. The church witnessed his life. The early church witnessed his death. The you know St. Peter witnessed his resurrection and ate and drank with him. So the authority from the church doesn't come because we have titles, but it comes because the, 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 the popes are witnesses to that beautiful founding event. So let's be witnesses. Because you know that when you speak from personal experience, you're speaking from a much richer, richer platform. And again, as I finish, you know, Paul VI says that if they listen to teachers these days, it's because the teachers are witnesses. Now, here in my country, there's plenty of people teaching religious education in Catholic schools, but they're not living the faith in any meaningful way at all. And people, if people think that's judgmental. It's not judgmental. It's just a statement of fact. We have so much government money flooding into Catholic education that pretty much anybody can get a job in there. So people that have a deep passion for the faith are in a different category from people who just took a job. Don't mean to be harsh, but 
The church documents talk about being convinced and coherent. We need Catholic educators who are convinced and coherent, who are convinced by the truths they are teaching and whose lifestyle is coherent with what they say they believe. Now, that doesn't mean we have to be perfectly sinless because none of us are, and I'm sure as heck not. But our lives need to be congruent with the truths that we say are crucial to our lives. And that gives us authority to speak authentically into the lives of young people. All right, think about that. If I'm a raving heretic, put it in the comments. Tell me what you think. Please subscribe to the channel. Go check out the description because all the notes are there. And uh, grab yourself a free 10-week access to my Catholic Teacher Formation Program, Bridging the Gap. And if you'd like me to come and speak, there is a link to my speaking page there. Go check it out. All right, God bless you, everybody. Go and be a witness. Be a witness, be a witness, be a witness. My name is Jonathan Doyle, and I'm going to have another message for you tomorrow.